Hi, Story Seeds podcast listeners. Your host, Betsy Bird here. Welcome to our bonus episode. One of my favorite parts of this job is that I get to talk to all the authors we are featuring on the podcast to get behind-the-scenes scoops on their experiences in writing life. Today, I'm interviewing Dan Gutman, author of the funny and very popular My Weird School series. He's the author who helped us kick off the first season of the Story Seeds podcast with his story, The Magic Seed, which he wrote with Hannah Ryerson, an 11-year-old from Minnesota. Without further ado... So, uh, again, thank you for talking to me. Uh, So I guess one of my questions that I have for you is, what was it like to collaborate with a kid? Uh, Hannah in particular, because... Man, she was super savvy. She she knew your work and your words inside and outside and backwards. So, what was that like? It was really fun. I uh, I've I've never collaborated with anyone really. Uh, I always wanted to, and you know, even in the picture books that I've done, I I rarely met the illustrator. Um, you mm-hmm. know, I, I've been doing this My Weird School series for fifteen years now with an illustrator named Jim Palat. And uh, Jim and I have met once in 15 years. Uh, he, <laughs> he, he lives in Arizona and I live in New York City. So we, we communicate other ways. So I've never collaborated with anyone. Um, and I always wanted to. And I figure kids, you know, kids have better imaginations than we do. You know, mm-hmm. I know that when I was younger, I would have crazy thoughts that uh, as you get older, I think maybe your your brain solidifies or something and you kind of lose that. I don't know, innocence or creativity. So it was really fun to work with with, with a kid who still has that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And and also in person, which, you know, these days when we talk about collaboration, so much of it's virtual, you know, it's online. Right. Or it's, you know, and, and you were actually in the same space as her so that you could like bounce ideas like right at her there real time. Yes. Hannah came all the way from Minnesota, I think it was. And we met at... Uh, um, uh, Columbia, not, was it Columbia University? I rode my bike over there. Oh, and hey. uh, yeah, and uh, we just sat, uh, sat across from each other. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> it was really nice because some kids, when they meet you, um, they kind of have this like sort of hero worship thing mm-hmm. that makes it really awkward and uncomfortable for everybody. But she was completely comfortable, you know, and we sat across the table. And I, um, I'm kind of a planner when I write my stories. I, I'm not one of these people who can just like, you know, open a computer file and start typing genius words for my brain. I, I, that doesn't work for me. I just, uh, I like to plan things out. So I brought along my, my little three by five file cards, which I use. And I just started uh, jotting down ideas on the file card with her to show her the system that I use when I write. And uh, it was really fun. I think she got the idea and uh, we had a good time together. Yeah, I was she I mean, it was fun to listen to the both of you. Um, particularly because, you know, she'd read uh not just the My Weird School books, but she'd written books that you'd written on writing to a certain extent. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So she could, you know, you you would start a story and she'd be like, Oh, I know that story. And it was it was just it was your rapport was a lot of fun to listen to. Yeah, actually, they had given me a few other um, story seeds before you, uh, giving me Hannah's story. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And uh, I looked him over and I said, uh, you know, I, I don't think I can work with this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, they said, okay, we'll give you another one. And then they gave me Hannah's and I said, oh, this is fun. I could do this. You know? well, what was it about her story that you particularly liked? Yeah, I, I think it was the fact that she, she wrote her, it was just like a paragraph or two. And mm -hmm. she wrote it very similar to the way I outline a story. Like it, basically she said, you know, a girl and a boy find a seed, okay, mm -hmm. um, and they take it home. They plant it. It grows into a tree that can do anything. Uh, uh, then they, they use it to, 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 to do some small things. And then the seed is stolen. And then uh, somebody uses it for bad stuff. And, and then you, they find out there's another seed that will reverse the first seed. And they have to travel all over to find it. That was basically her story seed. And to me, it encapsulated the whole story like chapter by chapter, the way I would have written it if I'd written it myself. And I said, this is a kid I could work with. She and I, she, our brains kind of work in a similar way. So she basically gave you a three by five index card of her story. I'd say 10 of them. 10 of them. There you go. Right. With one chapter on each card, you know. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Um now, uh, you guys met, as you say, and, and you were sort of walking around this, this space that had, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you had, you had plants you were looking at, you were, you were looking at different things. Um, did it inspire your conversation in any way, would you say? Honestly, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I mean, I felt a little bad because I know the story seed people went, went out of their way to pick a location that would really be conducive to the story. Mm -hmm. But honestly, Hannah and I could have met anywhere, and I mm -hmm. think we could have accomplished the same thing. Um, but yes, there were plants in this uh, coffee shop, uh, mm -hmm. and they told us the story of how the tree had grown there and all this and so forth. But Hannah and I could have met at uh, Washington Square Park. We could have met on the top of the Empire State Building. We could have met anywhere, and I'm sure we would have accomplished the same thing. That's true. That is true. I, and there aren't that many green spaces in New York. I mean, there's Central Park, but uh, right. very, very hard to record in Central Park. So, Actually, yeah. you know, I have tried to to go places to get inspiration from those places. Mm -hmm. You know, like uh, I did a book about the Titanic a couple of years ago. And uh, right near me, you might remember from when you lived in New York, there's a little park called Strauss Park at 108th Street and uh, West End Avenue where um, – some of the survivors of the Titanic actually lived. Uh, Abraham Strauss, the guy of Strauss department stores, he lived there. And the, the, the park is named after him. And I thought, OK, I'm going to go there and I'll be inspired to write my Titanic book by the ghost of Abraham. <laughs> Strauss. Uh, actually, it didn't turn out that way. And in fact, the park was overrun by rats anyway. So, so I saw a rat run by me and I said, I'm going to go write someplace else. OK, I don't need this inspiration. Maybe it was fleeing a sinking ship. You have no idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> Could have been the perfect thing for you. Oh, who knows? Could have been, yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, when uh, when Hannah or any listener to Story Seeds takes the story and decides to write more with it, um, what do you what do you hope to, they do with it? Where, where where do you hope they go with it? I hope they're going to use it like as a springboard uh, to their own creativity. Mm -hmm. You know, like. Um, a lot of kids will tell me they want to write a story, but they don't know where to start, you know? So if we start it, 
we give them the first chapter or the first few chapters, mm-hmm. and then they could see who the characters are and they could see the situations. Maybe they will use it to 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 finish the story in their own way. You know, I, I remember when I was younger and I had young kids. We used to play a, a family game where, like, one person would say the name of a country, and my son would have to uh, take the last letter of that uh, word and turn and and say another country. Like I, I'd say uh, Sweden. And so Sweden ends with an N. So he'd have to say Netherlands and Mm -hmm. then Netherlands ends with an S and somebody would have to say Switzerland. And, you know, we go around the whole family doing this for as long as we could go. And one person's idea leads to another person's idea and you string them all together. And I, I I hope that kids will have the same kind of feeling like uh, that this could be a springboard to their creativity in, in, in completing the story. Oh, that's great. Um, now, in terms of your writing process, um, well, where, well, how do you do it, man? Do, do you always sit in the same place doing the same thing? Uh, do you always eat the exact same thing? You know, do you have any good luck charms? Is there a, is there a rabbit's foot that just sort of swings in front of your nose like a pendulum as you write? Like, what, what, what do you do when you write? Do people actually say that stuff? I have no idea, man. I, I just assume <laughs> there's got to be someone with a rabbit's foot somewhere. Uh, no, me, no, I... Uh, I don't even have a desktop computer, so I can't be chained to one particular place. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I work on a laptop, so I can go anywhere. Uh, I have a little office in my house, which I use uh, for most of my writing. But I like to go across the street to Central Park and do my writing out there. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm doing a school visit, I, I might work on the train or on a plane or wherever I happen to be in a hotel room. Um uh, as far as my the process goes, as like food and stuff, none of that matters. I, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a morning person, so I try and get my my best writing done in the morning when my brain is still fresh. And um, as I mentioned earlier, with my file cards, I basically I will jot down like a brainstorm, and I'll jot down like one idea on each file card. And then you know, once I have like a hundred, two hundred file cards, I'll start shuffling them around and changing the order, seeing if I could take those ideas and sort of weave them into a story that makes sense from start to finish. Uh, so then I'll, I'll have a big stack. That's my outline, you know, and then uh, when I have the whole story planned out, then I sit down, I'll take the first card off the pile and I'll sit down on my laptop and start start writing. And if I could, if I could knock out like a, a rough, a really rough version of a chapter, you know, in, in a, a few days, then I feel like I've really accomplished something. Oh, that's great, man. Now, um, now wait, why did you join Story Seeds? What, what made you want to take part in it anyway? Uh, they invited me. And yeah, there you go. That's, that's the first part. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I thought it would be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it would be fun to work with a, a kid, who, especially one who, who is familiar with my stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically it. One of these days, I'd like to maybe collaborate with an adult author. But um, I don't know who I would collaborate with. Got any ideas? And why would why would you collect? Yeah, I mean, is there something that you would want? What would you get out of a collaboration? Uh, well, you know, I think part of it is simply that you know, as authors, we're kind of like lonely people in our, in a room by ourselves, surrounded by four walls. We don't have that kind of workplace camaraderie that other people have, and I think it would be fun to bounce ideas off off of another author the way that remember years ago, I think it was Ann Martin and, um, Oh yeah. Who was it? Uh, they did a book together. For the, was it for the doll people books? 
Yeah. Was it Paula Danziger? Yes. Oh, yes. No, she did do books with Paula Danziger where the, the people would together. write each other. It was like the epistolary novel where they were. Yeah. And I think they swapped chapters or something they like did. that. They did. Yeah. And I always thought it would be fun to do that with somebody, but I, I just have never really done anything about it. One of these days. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like that, uh, that group in Brooklyn, uh, Sophie Blackall, Sergio Rousier, Brian Floca, um, you know, all those folks. Yeah. They, they all work in the same space together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For that very reason. So they can sort of bounce ideas off each other and say, Hey, I'm working on this. Is it working? Do you think it's working? Maybe it's not working. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They love it. Apparently. Yeah. There's about five of them out there. Uh, that's also the reason why, you know, when I visit a school, I'll uh, usually have lunch with a group of kids and I'll sit down around, around a table with, you know, 10, third, fourth graders and just talking to them and seeing the way they speak and, and, and what interests them and what doesn't interest them. Um, it's sort of like a, a, a little bit of a collaboration itself. And, and very often they give me ideas that I end up using in my books. Oh, that's great. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, and you do you have kids yourself? I have two children, but they're grown now. I know. That's the problem with darn kids. They keep growing up. Yes, yes. When my kids were younger, they, they were great inspirations to me, and I'd bounce my ideas off of them. Now my son is 29. My daughter is 24, so they're too old for my stuff. So mm -hmm. I have to rely on the kids at school visits to help me uh, help me with my ideas. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Now, when mm -hmm. you were yourself a kid, uh, mm -hmm. did you write a lot? No. No, not at all? Uh, not for pleasure. I mean, you know, when the teacher gave us an assignment, I would do it. And I, I will say that I always found that writing came naturally to me in school. I remember, you know, other kids, the teacher would say, you know, write an essay on what you did over summer vacation or whatever. And, uh, other kids would be struggling to write a sentence, you know, and I always felt like it was very natural, like having a conversation with somebody. Mm -hmm. So, Writing always came naturally to me, but I didn't even think about doing it professionally until I finished college. I, I, I never took any writing classes in my life. I was a psychology major in college, and uh, I hated psychology. <laughs> I dropped out, of, dropped out of graduate school, and I decided, you know, what do I like to do? What do I like to do? And I, I always enjoyed writing letters to my friends, so I just decided to start writing, and that's how I got started. Huh. And you just, you know, I mean, did you just write a story and submit it or, I mean, no, how did, how did it was be? a long involved process, actually. I, I, it didn't occur to me to write for kids for like 10 years. Uh, I started out trying to write uh, uh, screenplays. I tried to write uh, magazine articles, newspaper articles, nonfiction books for adults and nothing was really working. I wasn't successful at all. And then my son was born and I started reading a lot of children's books with him, uh, you know, for the first time since I was a kid. And I thought, well, let's try writing for kids. Nothing else is working. And uh, as soon as I started writing for kids, I felt this is what I'm good at. This is what I should have been doing all along. It clicked. So then I, yeah. Then I started writing for kids around uh, 1995-ish and uh, I've been doing it ever since. Oh, perfect. Now, Let's talk about, you know, there may, there may be kids listening to this. They may want to be writers themselves, uh, or maybe they're, the, they're those kids that they want to be writers, but when the teacher says, you know, write about your summer vacation, you know, they find it a little hard. So mm. what do you do in particular to get mm. those creative juices flowing? Like, uh, like is some sort of, some sort of a way in which you can get your imagination unstuck in some way? Mm. 
Uh, well, I guess, you know, my advice would probably be to, for, for one thing, read everything you can, you know, always be reading. <laughs> uh, I read the newspaper every day. I, you know, I watch TV. I go to the movies. I try and experience the world. So you, so you're, you kind of broaden your horizons and, and, and the things that you observe or read will hopefully seep into your brain and give you ideas that you wouldn't have had otherwise. That's certainly important, I think. Um, and they should, kids should also definitely read a wonderful book called My Weird Writing Tips by some guy named Dan Gutman. Oh, that guy. I know yeah. that guy. Yeah, I heard of that guy. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's just a bunch of ideas that will help people with their writing. And I'll, I'll throw out one right here, uh, which is something that I do that I don't know if other people do, but maybe I invented it. I don't know. Um, while you're writing your first draft of something, whatever it is, um, read it, okay, and read it out loud. And while you're reading it out loud, here's the trick. Pretend to be somebody else. Pretend to be your friend, your neighbor, your teacher, your parent, whatever. And while you're reading what you wrote almost through somebody else's eyes, you can see the mistakes that you made and you can see how your writing could be better. And that's something that I do with my writing and I think it would work for anybody. That's wonderful advice. Well, Dan Goodman, thank you so much for speaking with me. And uh, that's that's all the questions that I have. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, so. it was real nice talking to you too, Betsy. And uh, I know we've never met in person, but I hope someday we will. Me too. Well, folks, that's all for today. Subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast streaming platform so you can tune in as soon as our newest episodes drop. If you have a stellar story seed and want to be on the show, email us at storyseeds at literarysafari.com. You can also call our hotline at 646-389-5153 and leave a voicemail telling me all about it. Find us on Instagram at StorySeedsPod and visit our website, www.storyseedspodcast.com for behind-the-scenes pictures, to join the Story Seeds Society, and so much more. Credit to Matt Boynton and Anya Jeshik of Ultraviolet Audio for the sound mixing, design, and score of our bonus episode. Our theme music is composed and performed by Andrew Van Weingarten, and I am your host, Betsy Bird. Story Seeds is a literary safari media production. On Story Seeds, you're in control of your destiny. Adventures you've designed where your dreams can grow a little more each time. On Story Seeds.